When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, hello, hour three. We the, did it. We t- well, almost. We've, we've done it. <laughs> we we are getting there. Uh, this is hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So nice to have your company today. Um, Donna and Steve are out. Uh, Donna's back tomorrow. I'm in for Steve all week. My name's Matt Belanger, and I'm from 5 Eyewitness News. And I have Kelly Hansen here from Twin Cities Live. Hi, friends. So happy to be here. It's yeah, been a really fun last two hours. We've covered a lot of ground. And now we're going to cover Jeopardy. Okay. Are you a Jeopardy fan? You know, I, yes. I lo- I I like it, but it's not as stressful to me as playing one of Mike or Rocco's games because I don't if I don't know the answer, I don't feel like so silly. Oh, the stress <laughs> on this show. Cuz these folks are these so games. smart. Like it's incredible how fast they are. Okay. You know? Well, Jeopardy's in the news because host Mayim Bialik. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I pronounced her name correctly. She was quoted as saying that she feels useless, irrelevant, and worthless. This makes recently. me feel terrible. I love her. What's going on here? Okay, so um, she was on a, a podcast, Ask Mayim Anything, is the theme podcast of her Mayim Bialik's breakdown. Man, her name is tricky to say. Yeah. Um, she has she has her own podcast. So somebody asked her a question, uh, you know, about when what do you do when you feel useless, irrelevant, and worthless, or do you ever not feel that way? And she responded with, I do feel that way. It's kind of a hard question to answer because I know I'm, I know from where I'm sitting, obviously I have a platform and I get to talk to people. She's grateful to have the opportunity, but she's still human and often feels like what she's doing is not what she's supposed to be doing or that she's not doing it well enough or that she's not reaching enough people or that she looks stupid. Mm. You know, I think this is very relatable. Oh, yes. Very, very relatable because, you know, you see her. She's the host of Jeopardy. She's one of the hosts of Jeopardy. She's had a very successful career. She's brilliant. Very. She was successful when she was younger, took her acting break to become a student and and do something different and is very smart. And now she's back and she still feels like she's not doing it good enough. And I think that's, again, very relatable um, a lot of people will say to you and me, Matt, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you guys, everything's so great for you. Well, not everything's so great. That's just life, right? You've got the best job in the world. Yeah, it looks it looks perfect. Right, right. right. And so I think I really like her honest answer. And um, I think a lot of good can come from her saying, hey, no, it's not all what it's cracked up to be mm-hmm. every single day. Now, she says, 
that she grew up in a world where everyone everyone was like, oh, you're amazing. You're amazing. Imagine hearing that every single day. Mm-hmm. You're not really going to start to believe it. You might lean into not believing it, right? You might think like they are just saying that because they have to. And that really plays with your psyche. I mean, I mean, she has a degree in neuroscience, for goodness sake. Like she, she is, amazing. is like upper crust smart. You know what I mean? But and so uh, it's very um, humbling, you know, to, to, to hear someone who you think is like at the top of the mountain be like, yeah, you know, even we have struggles, too, you know, and and I, and I also think a lot of it has to do with personality type. And I'm not her and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. What's up? However, I do think that there are certain personality types and I have, a, you know, a streak of this in me where it's it's always like I need to push myself to be be better. I need to be able to do this. I need to do it better. I need to be a perfectionist. I'm a what's you know? next person. I'm Ooh. always like, what's yeah. next? What can we do next? Mm-hmm. What can I do in 10 years? What can I do in 15 years? Where am I going to? That's where my brain always is. Yeah, so I'm at fault healthy, of that, right. too. Right. Um, but, you know, also when it comes to being in the spotlight like she is, the, the national spotlight and being such a well-recognized name, she gets a lot of critiques all the time. Uh, she faces the wrath of Jeopardy fans on social media. Some those of those fans say that her co-host, Ken Jennings, is more personable than she is. And so when you're constantly compared to your coworker yeah. or your friend or anything of that sort, it's really difficult. Yeah, it's really difficult. So, um, you know, I think her being upfront and honest about that is was very important. It is, and again, humbling, and just makes her super relatable. But I hope that she, I hope that the feedback is like, hey, by the way, I feel this way too. But know that you you've helped me recognize yeah. that it's okay. Not like, oh, you're amazing though. You should mm-hmm. know you're amazing. That's not what she wants and to hear. And it's normal to feel right? that way at times. I mean, anyway, people, you will. Yeah. I just thought that was really interesting. So good on her. Okay. What <sighs> hey, do you got? I have fashion. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Let's go from that. <laughs> I love that you brought the fashion. Um, okay. Wimbledon. And yesterday we had that fun story about how they had to like make an announcement. Uh, about like, please stop popping your champagne I corks. Uh, you're disrupting the players. <laughs> like, no, for real though, because you can buy these bottles of champagne, and people were like popping them right as like a serve was happening, and they were like, you need to stop. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it's also a uh, a place where people go to be seen, and uh, we have uh, uh, some of the fashion here. And I am noticing as I look through these, Kelly, and I know that you're going to look through the photos with me too. I am seeing, I'm getting. I'm biting my tongue because I don't know. I'm not like a fashionista, but I'm getting like 80s vibes. Okay. I'm getting mm. big shoulders, mm-hmm. lots and lots of blazers mm. for the ladies. Yes. Um, of course, we're talking, uh, it's summer, you know, so we're talking like pastels and lots of cream colored, lots of cream suits for the gentlemen. Um, Anna Winters. A Anna, lot of neutrals. Yeah. Anna Winters there in this, you know, with her, of course, signature shades and haircut but also um you know she has this nice flowy black and white it's like it's black polka dots on a white dress very chic very simple kind of pleated um it's gorgeous you know it works really well um i, I love i'm still trying to push myself to do the, to do this it makes me nervous i stand in the closet in the morning and um i'm looking at my ties and my shirts and whatever and i'm like all right i gotta pick a combo what are we gonna roll with today belanger and um the whole mixing of patterns and i know there are rules but there also are no rules uh so a lot of the a lot of the guys are mixing the pattern shirts with the pattern tie you need to do that i know i you try to, to start i can do own, it more you need to start your own thing you're on tv people go, would be like 
Oh, that looks cool. I'm going to try that too. Right. Yeah, but I don't want to be distracting. I just, you know, I want you to listen to what I'm saying. It's important news. Fair it's enough. not about Nat's eye. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm loving these looks. I'm loving uh, the summer feeling. I do have a question about what Ellie, L, it's L fanning. Oh, yeah, I don't like what she's wearing. What the heck is she, that? Okay, so describe this. For so people. she is wearing this, this giant trench coat. Okay, so a khaki colored trench coat that's down to her ankles. It's like it, it, it looks like something that needs to be tailored. Like But underneath she's just wearing like a crisp white collared button up with white pants and white tennis shoes. And then this khaki color trench coat, like she's, you know, what am I trying to say? Who who would wear that? A, that uh, looks like Inspector Gadget. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. She yeah. literally looks she, like Inspector Gadget. Um, it's too much fabric. Yeah. But I don't know. Is it is it warm where they're at? No. It's July. <laughs> I mean, but it is so it is warm. Where it's is not cool. where it's it's in Europe, right? Yeah. Am I crazy? Yep. <laughs> uh, let me see the temps over there, right? Yeah, now. I'm just I She looks it. like she'd be It's not like it's in the southern hemisphere. Buckets. Yeah, I, I don't why would you have a big coat Wimbledon's like in that? London. It's 68 right now and uh, overcast. Okay, yeah. well that might be appropriate. Then. I mean, anyway, I just look at like, you know, a lot of the women are wearing these pleated beautiful dresses mm-hmm. with a little a little shoulder pop, you know, a little a little uh, height in the shoulder, which I love. I think that look is just very fun. My mom, I remember my mom wearing shoulder pads. I wore shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, at Gelloland? Well, I have, <laughs> I have pictures of myself in my middle school pictures, and we would wear turtlenecks and shoulder padded <laughs> blazers. That was in. It was the ni- early 90s. Wow. Yeah. I, I wore silk shirts yeah. to school, for God's sake. Coming off the 80s, and some people still had it hanging around. They were yeah. like, yeah, oh, we're going to So this is very, the, the looks here are very reminiscent of yeah. the 80s and 90s with the shoulder pads. But I kind of, I've never really paid attention to Wimbledon fashion, and I kind of like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I like seeing these folks. You don't usually always see these folks out and about, and this is one place where you can go and be spotted. I mean, f- Seeing Andrew Lloyd Webber out there with his uh, wife. I mean, Kate, that's cool. <laughs> are you loving what Kate Middleton wore? Oh, uh, no. Uh, she wore this mint green blazer. Let me find it. Yeah. Beautiful mint green blazer with a with a white trim. And then oh, she yes. wore a white pleated skirt, like a midi skirt with a white heel. It looks so classic. But doesn't that, it's not straight 80s, but doesn't it give you that blazer? Just My give you, mom wore that. Ex, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah. yeah, it's coming back, baby. It's coming back. I like it. Oh, we got to run quick. Uh, but when we come back, it's going to be a time for a study. And uh, Kelly has this really interesting uh, one to tell us about. We're going to tell you what bed rotting is. And... People are tired of hairstylists making happy talk. Like, just cut cut. your hair. (laughs) So we're going to talk about that, too. A couple studies coming your way next. My Talk 107.1. Welcome in. Welcome in. This is My Talk 107.1. It's Kelly and Steve here on the show in for Donna. Kelly and Steve. Kelly and Matt here for Donna and Steve. (laughs) Dang it. That was the best ever. It's because my husband's name is Steve. Oh, oh, that's well. That makes it. There's like multiple layers there. I'm okay. so sorry, Matt. No, it's fine. It's Matt and Kelly. Everyone knows that I secretly want to boot Steve out of that chair <laughs> and take his secretly job. knows. It's oh, no it's secret. Funny. We have a we have a fun professional rivalry all right it is kelly and matt here on my talk 107.1 <laughs> we are filling in for donna and steve we had a yes. really fun show today oh, um yeah. 
but we've got we've got a few things more to talk about, including a study. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Alright. I found this this health study, this health what? news. This is and I weird. immediately thought of my 13-year-old daughter. Uh-huh. Okay, here's the headline. Bed rotting. TikTok's latest trend reveals the toxic side of self-care. Okay. Bed rot. Bed rotting. rotting. Like rotting. Like like left to die. You're rotting <laughs> in what? your bed. Okay, so here's the deal. A lot of people... They self-care, right? Self-care Sundays, self-care. A lot of people really take that and run with it. And they lay in bed all day. Mm. My 13-year-old could lay in bed from sun up to sundown. She did it the other day, I think. And that's good for your your but mental is she health. Sick? I mean, was she, no. did she? Uh, She's laying there on her phone. Like I have to physically, like I'll give her a day here and there to bed rot, which now I know what that's called. She can't do this every day. Like every now and then it's a rainy day. We've got nothing going on. Other than that, like you're out of bed. We're doing stuff. Get off your phone. Get out of your room. Okay. Yeah. So bed rotting, it's the latest a viral self-care term where you're tucked under layers of blankets, oftentimes with a phone or a snack in hand. You're so, staying in bed all day, thereby rotting there. Well, so is it self-care or is this like self-harm? I think <laughs> I think the idea is it's self-care. You're taking a day to yourself to un, maybe not so much unplug, but unplug from the world around you and just be on your phone, having snacks, taking your me time. However, uh, it's a good thing to check in on your mental health because at first glance it looks good you're recharging you're refreshing you're resetting i can get behind that yeah everybody needs a day i get it balance is really good for your well-being so spending too much time in bed can disrupt your mood and increase stress here's what i've gathered when my teenager wants to lay in bed all day or maybe is on her phone for too long Uh her attitude completely changes it is like she's a different person. Good or bad? Bad. Ooh. She's crabbier. She's more tired. Obviously, when you lay in bed all day, you're not going to be more uh, energized. I maybe took her phone away for a week because she had a grade issue. Okay. All right. Took her phone a week, tough, uh, away tough for love. a week. Tough love. Yes, it was tough. However, she was the happiest kid all week long. She wanted to hang out. We played cards. We went on walks. Mm. Now, she didn't love every minute she spent with me. Well, because she was stewing over the other, you know. However, she just seemed to have more of a smile on her face than she did when she was sucked into her phone in her room. So I think there's something to be said about this. Plus, you know, there's hygiene issues when it comes to just laying in bed all day. Well, yeah, you start to get a little funky. Yeah, I mean. Nobody uh, wants that. There's a, there's. Um, sleep scientists that say the bed should only be used for sleep and intimacy, not for activities such as watching television, working, or eating. Well, they say like you can't do, don't do the blue screen light before bed because that'll keep you up because it messes with your brain and trying to fall asleep. If you're doing, if you're watching in bed the TV or even looking at your phone, that can help hurt you 
trying to fall asleep because you know, it like it wakes you up or whatever. When I am in a funk or when I just need time, like just downtime, I don't lay in bed. Yeah. I think I good would, for you. I think <laughs> I would stew over what I'm dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. If you get outside, go do something you really enjoy, go grab like a really great meal with a friend, yeah. right? Something yeah. that you really enjoy, you tend to forget what maybe you're Troubles. trying to recharge from. Were, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Anyway, bed rotting. If Ugh. you've got a teenager, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, that yeah, totally. totally. You walk into the room and you're like, why does it smell like this? <laughs> or is it Lysol spray? Like, literally, what we is have, happening we have in some here? right here. What is <laughs> happening in here? Um, how often do you wash the bed sheets? What's the? Is oh, it once, once a, week. a week? Is every? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Every just, weekend. Just clearing how, that up. How often do you do it? Friendly public service announcement: It should be every week at least, every is, week. in my opinion. Yeah, it's these people, such a these people who don't. Uh, oh my You gosh. know who you are. It's such a bummer, though, Same. when you wash your sheets. And then you forget that they're either in the dryer oh, or Oh, and you got to make it when you're ready to crawl into bed. Oh, we have slept just on the comforter before. <laughs> in an act of desperation. Oh, gosh, that's the worst. Oh, boy. Um, speaking of something else that other people think is terrible, a new study shows a third of people would just like hairstylists to st- just cut and don't chat. Just do the hair. Don't like. I know people that keep would asking prefer questions. that. I'm a chit chatter, so I like to chat if they're willing. Okay, to chat to me. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think a, a stylist would be always willing. It's the, it's whether the like the customer wants to talk. I I love. I'm a talker. This may shock you, but I like to talk. Really, <laughs> and um, I'm actually getting my hair cut today. Oh, one o'clock. And um, Heidi, I go see at Reflex Salon. Yeah, she's, she's I know Heidi. She's amazing. People, <laughs> the Reflex Salon and Plymouth. So good. Reflect keeps uh, a lot of the Channel 5 yeah. folks I you see, see on TV. I see John L. Like, they they keep Reflect us looking good. Plymouth. We're very mm-hmm. thankful for them. And uh, Heidi and I, it's amazing my hair actually gets cut. From the moment I get there, we're like talking about the shows we're watching. And we're talking about, you know, what's going on and where you go and how was your vacation and this and yeah. the other thing. But I can see some people. But sometimes if you're having a bad day and you're just not feeling good, but you still have that haircut scheduled. Or, I could see you. I could see you not being in the mood. Or you know, you know like for me, I get my roots dyed. You know, this no. red hair, I've got to keep it up. <laughs> it is natural, except for the roots. Except for this part here. <laughs> <laughs> I was born a redhead. Yeah. For those who are like, is that natural? Yes, but I do get my roots dyed, huh. and um, it takes a while. I mean, it's an hour and a half, two hour appointment. Maybe you want to get some work done. Maybe you want to read a book. Yeah. I think, I, I think this is a little like awkward though, because you want to be like friends with the person too, not just like you're here to cut my hair. Do it. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. I know. I like talking, Me but too. some people some people don't like it. All right, coming up next, we're gonna play a game. Another Ro- game. Rocco uh. is gonna be joining us next year on the Don and Steve Experience. My Talk 1071. Hello. How you doing? Listen. Uh, hope day's off to a good start for you. Wrapping up, final stretch here on the Donna and Steve Experience. That's My right. Time 171. Until I go bye bye. Matt Belanger here with Kelly Hansen. Kelly, thank you for hanging out the past two days. It's been so fun. You're going to be here through the rest of the week. Yes. Donna's back tomorrow. Yes. Uh, I'll be here for Steve in filling in for the rest of the week. Steve's out the whole week, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. I hope you okay. can listen. But uh, Kelly, it's been a pleasure. It's been so fun. 
We tried to get our old boss uh, at the TV we station in South did. Dakota. We sent um, we ha- we sent calls, <laughs> we sent emails. <laughs> I I paid for a skywriting plane. Wow, a but telegram. He's not on he's not way? responding, which I think that says pretty much maybe everything you need to meeting. know about. Maybe he's in a very important meeting. <laughs> Matt, Apparently, maybe he if, doesn't. Maybe if I would have reached out. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. We would have got the same response. It's yeah. all right, Dexter. We love you. We love you, but uh, we understand that you don't want to talk to us anymore because we don't work. <laughs> it would have been a fun trip down memory lane, but oh well. Um, something exciting is happening this week. Oh yes, that I that I am so excited about that the last time it happened in Minnesota, I missed a call from my neighbor mm-hmm. oh. who said, "Go outside right now." But Wednesday. And into Thursday, we yep. could possibly see the northern lights. Like better than they've ever been before. Is it gonna be is it gonna be like a clear night? Are well, we gonna really gonna get uh, this chance? Yes. I asked meteorologists this morning and it looks like the clouds might if you know, fingers crossed here that we're gonna have some clear skies if you're in Minnesota listening. Uh, you know, that, that that things should clear out so you should be able to get a good look. We're talking about the northern lights, yes, and uh, there's this apparently there's this solar storm that's peaking now and into next year so it's just like it's this long-term thing and it's peaking and and this week thursday in particular overnight um 10 wednesday into thursday and and thursday into friday like the overnights that that's your sweet spot those two nights okay we're talking after 10 at night and then until two in the morning, that windows. So this is like a you got to pull an all nighter if you want to kind of get a chance at looking at this. But that's when the northern lights are going to be uh, perhaps more visible and vibrant than they've ever been. And actually, seventeen states across the country are gonna are going to be able to see the oh. northern lights this week well, overnight. The last time they showed up here in Minnesota, gosh, was it was like this spring. My neighbor, she texts me, yeah. go outside. The northern lights are above your house. Now, I woke up because I put my phone on sleep. Yeah. I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh, I've never she seen got it. a great photo from yeah. her house looking at mine with the northern lights above my house. That- I need to get it framed. It's the coolest photo ever. Um, but listen, if you don't want to stay up late okay. to wait for them, apparently there's an app for that, right? Yeah. My neighbor has, a, an, a, 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 oh my gosh, a northern lights app mm-hmm. so it like gives you an idea of exactly what time you should go outside oh perfect so there's a couple but i found one online aurora alerts so it's designed to monitor real-time auroral activity and push alert you to let you know if it's visible auroral activity aurora auroral auroral <laughs> anyway um that's so you awesome can download an app for yeah. that so you so, don't stay up little news you can use there folks look for the northern oh, I'm gonna, lights i'm gonna check this out so i told my picture i said to my 10 year old or my 11 she's almost 11 i said if we see the northern lights should i wake you up it's a once in a lifetime kind thing of, yeah and she's like maybe <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna wake you up it's yeah, summertime yeah. you can just sleep it should be fine she'll be yeah fine. uh mike mike yeah. you're uh you s- recently saw a trailer for something that's coming up you're pretty excited about this i am pretty excited it just dropped literally in the last hour or two and uh it is for wonka now i was kind of eye rolly when i heard that timothy chalamet was going to be starring in a wonka musical <laughs> okay um, because i love the original willy wonka and the chocolate factory and then of course charlie and the chocolate factory with uh, uh johnny depp not so much didn't do much for me whatever that was 15 years ago 20 years ago now there's this wonka which kind of looks fantastic 
when watching the trailer, okay, I really enjoyed it. It's a remake of the Willy it's, Wonka story, but more musically. Well, it's well the original. They both were musicals, but this one is actually kind of like an origin story specifically for Wonka. Oh, got so it. it's not oh, following him. It's not following Charlie and Charlie Bucket oh. and the whole thing. It's about how Wonka's Charlie or Chocolate Factory kind Came of got started. Be. And we got a little bit of the trailer Let's if you want to it. check yeah. it out. Let's hit it. I've spent the past seven years traveling the world perfecting my craft. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that. Reverse it. Mr. Wonka, I can see you're a man of great ingenuity. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate. And you can't sell chocolate without a shop. No daydreaming. What are we gonna do, Willy? Huh. Huh? Huh. A double hop. Get the pencil and paper. Uh-huh. I got an idea. So it just seems very fun. It's yes. from the director of Paddington. It, it also uh, is the producer behind Harry Potter, and it has a very uh, uh, the greatest showman type vibe mm-hmm. to it. Ooh, and it I love sure that. Does. I yeah, love I'm that. watching it along is with the sound here. Jim it's Carter, fun. who I heard his voice. That's his. I. Uh, it sounded like um, anyway. That was randomly whatever the butler guy from Downton Abbey. It is. is You're that right. Jim, so that's Jim Carter. Oh, I love so, his his voice. I can pick it out. Yeah, if only Tim- that would be the answer to one of these games. Come on, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet stars in it. It also stars Olivia Coleman, Sally Hawkins, Keegan Michael Key, and then Jim Carter, as you mentioned as well, and a bunch of other really talented people. I'd suggest taking some time to watch that trailer. It got me kind of excited for it. And when, when can we see this? Yeah, when's the date? December fifteenth. Oh, it's like holiday time. Mm-hmm. That'll oh, be fun. Family great. stuff. That'd be great. I love. Oh, I love movies around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's wonderful. Wow. Okay. I'm excited. Good stuff. Listen, Mike, thank you. You're awesome uh, for bringing that up. Um, Kelly, it's been grand. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, don't go anywhere, of course. We've got um, The Adventures of Bradley and Don coming up next here on My Talk 107.1. What do you think, if we have time for one more topic of discussion real quick. What's that? I have to bring this up because did did you have a Furby when you were... Younger. I did not. I think I. I think I missed it. Like it was when I was high school. A little school-ish. too old. Yeah, Mike. You know what a Furby is. Of course right? I do, but I did not. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, they, they they looked like um, gremlins. Gremlins to me. for sure. They, they yeah. looked. They had like an evil-ish look. But anyway, if you haven't caught wind of this, the Furby is coming back in a big way again. Again, you <sighs> know, again because it's made multiple things but it now has been like gen z'd so now it's like fuchsia and it's got like you know cartoony anime eyes and like and the most important feature for parents might be the fact that this new furby has an off switch yes (laughs) because apparently these these uh, these Old Furbies, and I don't may, really remember this. I mean, they just mutter gibberish. They and speak they just, Furby they just language. Would turn on. It's not gibberish. And they would it's, go to sleep. It's Furbish, which, Jeez. by the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the 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 translation guide right here. Oh, give me a break. The Furbish to English translation guide. They actually have a, a guide here on their wiki it's page. Like, blah, 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 you know, there were whatever. forty million sold yeah. in the first three years but of the some toys' existence. Genius 
decided not to be able to turn the thing off. And it was like light sensing and motion sensing, but it was like overly sensitive. And so these things would like burst to life in the middle of the night. You'd be you'd be sleeping and it would just be like in the middle of the night and it would scare the holy moly's out of people. Um, so this one, they're promising to have an off switch, but it's, um, you know, hashtag inflation. These things are selling this. They're going to hit the store shelves this weekend, which is why I'm bringing it up. These new and improved fluorescent Furbies. They're 70 bucks. What? Would you buy a $70 Furby for your kid? Oh, I don't know. That uh, seems like a absolutely lot. Absolutely <laughs> not. But it's the hot, it'll be the hot toy, right? Maybe. I mean, it's weird timing because it's way too soon well, for like holiday on, rush. It's going to be but... sold on Amazon. Okay. And will hit the shelves July 15th. So yeah, yep. I don't know. Yeah, you're kind of right. It is kind of a weird timing. Are you on, looking at on it? The whole release. You, are you yeah, seeing it? It's a cute. I'm looking at the it's old. It's cuter than Furby. the old ones. Yeah. That's for sure. It's, Those it's are more weird. like a puffy round version. It's kind of got like a troll look to it with the <laughs> hair. So it's cute, but man, am I, you know, my youngest probably would want one of these, but you know she's what? not getting it for 70 bucks. No. You know what we need to do? I'm going to, right after this, I'm going to call a meeting with B. Arthur. Great. We need a My Talk Studio Pet Furby right in here. Absolutely. Do yeah. we? Yeah. Why not? Come on. Hey, thanks for listening. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, and we're done. <laughs> Yeah, it has been fun. Thank you, Kelly. Mike, thank you as always. Absolutely. Listeners, thank you so much. Um, Donna's back tomorrow. I'll be here. And uh, we're so grateful for you. The Adventures of Bradley and Don up next. My Talk 1071.